What up, what up, what up, my man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Had uh great conversations today. Great conversations today. Like really dude. Really eye opening, really uh brain enhancing. Um I know that's hard yeah, for man. you to to have. Yeah, but... the 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 brain enhancement is uh is definitely very challenging. <laughs> uh, that, that's true. Yeah, you know it's interesting, and and I think, uh, and and a quote comes to mind. I'll share it here in a sec. But I think um, what I love about our conversations is that it doesn't stop in conversation. I and and I've started to come to the, I've started to come to the realization of how much idle talk is just annoying, <laughs> like. <laughs> talking about issues and doing nothing about it is like actually becoming very annoying to me. And, and there's I'm a noticing lot of in the areas, there's a lot of that dude so much. And and there's areas of my life that I'm identifying that I want to address those things. Like, like, for example, I want to lose weight. Well, dude, stop talking about losing weight, man. Just like, if you want to lose weight, it's not, a, it's not a hard thing. You just consume less calories and you burn, maybe work out, maybe control some of your portion. Like there, there are things you can easily do just stop talking about it and do it. And I know, and, and I'm not being insensitive. I'm, I just read this book called The Four Tendencies and we all have internal and external expectations that we meet. And depending on which one of the tendencies you are or the, uh, a grouping of the things that you are, there's there's ways that, there's reasons you do what you do, right? Um, from a personality test standpoint, just like any other personality test, it just informs. And so like me being uh, probably strongly in the, um, um, you know, there's, there's upholders and there's, uh, questioners, rebels and, uh, the obligers. And I feel like you're probably an upholder. Like you're very, you know, uh, checklisty guy. It's, it's good. There's a lot of good to that. And I feel like I'm more of an obliger. Big thing about an obliger is they meet external expectations, but they don't mean in, meet internal expectations. So they, they, they don't do the things that they want to do for themselves. Mm. And what they need is accountability. Like accountability is a huge way to get those people to where they want to be. And so I'm not suggesting that you just hey, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and suck it up and just lose weight. I'm not saying that. Find a way that works for you, but then do that thing, right? Do do whatever it is that you need to do. And if you need accountability, like cool, reach out to us and we we can we can we can help you out with that. But it's interesting to me what's really been hitting, what really caused me to dive into this topic. And I want to be very, very clear here. The politics surrounding this are completely inconsequential to me. I could care less about the inaction of politicians and all the blah, blah, like just the blabber, the flapping of gums, right? But it's this idea, this whole thing with these, with these like mass shootings and school shootings and 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 the stat. I think why this became why this kind of prompted a lot of other thoughts for me is the other day with the last school shooting, there were two things. One in Tennessee, one was that uh, they came out and said the number one cause of death for school age children is now shootings. Hmm. And that like Breaks blew me away. Dude, it, it is so sad, but it's also like that fact alone like take all your politics and all your feelings about guns and all that stuff and all your personal rights and the amendments and blah 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 whatever take that out and just reflect on the fact of the statistic and i'm sure there are people out there are gonna be like oh that statistic is blah blah whatever right like i get it i get you can argue every statistic and all that kind of stuff that, that's not the point even if it's halfway true is that acceptable to you 
If it's a quarter true, is that stat acceptable to you? It, to me, it's not, right? And to me, when you break down the conversation and the talking about, well, my rights and, I, you know, I want to be able to have this and do this and it's all about me. And then an impact of that being the, a stat, that stat is completely unacceptable to me, right? And it's politicized because it, it talks about guns and your personal rights and all that stuff. Again, nothing I want to get into because I, I think that misses the point. The point is that kids are dying at a high rate, at a higher rate from from guns than they are of like just natural causes. And then the other side that hit me is that I have a friend who lives one mile from that school and the um, the head of the school goes to their church, went to their church. The head of school is also killed. Mm -hmm. And so it became very personal because they were hurting and, and it affected their community. Can you imagine your community, any listener, just imagine your community in one mile a school one mile from your house and your community, my kids' elementary school, effectively, that's where it happened. And the impact to that, right? And so it, it's just this, it's this very interesting, and this quote that I was going to, that I that I mentioned that just popped in my head is, um, I think, I don't know if it's Edmund Burke, I don't know who said it, but, but it, it's the only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the world is that good men do nothing. And you could replace men with people, whatever. Good men yeah. and women do nothing. So the only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the world is that good men and women do nothing, right? And so I have all these things, like these different thoughts going through. And, and this can apply to anything. Really, what, what brought this to the forefront was these school shootings. And then just yesterday, there was another mass shooting. More mass shootings than we have days in the year thus far. But these thing, this this brought it all together for me to really look at myself and my call to action and to determine the things in my life, whether personal or external, that I'm no longer willing to tolerate without doing something about. So, for example, being you and I are passionate about, uh, you know, fighting human trafficking. And so we connect with, we're part of, and we desire to give to and, and support you know, organizations like Unbound Now and Exodus Road, right? Veteran causes, we're passionate about them. So we're going to go hammer nails for VCP, give money to Warrior's Heart, like connect with those people. But but it just challenges me to do something about those things that I find to be unacceptable. And am I doing enough or am I sitting on the sidelines? And it just has been a challenging question that I've been wrestling with that was prompted through this, this statistic that I find to be abhorrent, unacceptable. And I think anybody, any rational human being taking the idea of their personal gun rights out of it. I'm a gun owner, so like I'm not so, so don't don't come at me with that. But taking that out, just the the the, the stat itself has caused me to feel emotion towards things that I feel to be abhorrent. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's challenging for sure. It's, um, I think where a lot of people get to, you know, in, in, in these places is that it's, 
so overwhelming. And and we had a conversation with uh, Susan Peters, who's the the CEO of Unbound Now, and they're fighting human trafficking around the world. And it's the I think it's the second largest um, you know business in the entire world, creating billions and billions of dollars a year. And there's wait, let's let's be specific to let that sink in. What exactly is the second largest business in the entire world? Human trafficking. Selling other human beings yeah. and exploiting them. That is yeah. the second largest, most profitable business in the world yeah. is selling other human beings, mostly children. Yeah. just want to let that sink in. So that, and then uh, the top way that children are dying today is being shot in mass shootings. <laughs> so that's overwhelming, right? And, and I want to clarify that point too. In this country, in this country, the most developed country in the world, that's where the stat exists yeah. in this country, right? And so the, the question was posed to Susan on our podcast, which hasn't come out yet. Um, it will come out in a few weeks. But the question is, where do you, where do I even start? Um, you know, that it's such a such a large thing that who am I as an individual to, to make a difference? Right. And so I think that thought and idea goes through a lot of people's minds of, well, how, how can I make a difference? I'm just one guy, right? I can only give so much money. I can only give so much time. And, and her, her challenge to the question was, well, you can save one life. And that's a huge difference to that one person. You can say yes to one child that's removed from slavery. That is a major impact to that one child that was saved. And their family, right? What if and it's their your family? Kid, right? And yeah. Their family. It also makes me think about uh, a book I read recently called uh, Live No Lies by John Mark Comer. And um, he talks about you know, it's, it's, uh, it's coming from a, a Christian faith background. And he talks about, um, you know, the, the devil, the flesh and the world and the devil, his main purpose is to, to get lies into your mind, right? The lies of I'm not good enough, or I can't do anything, or, um, you know, Pornography is going to make me happy or making more money and having all these materialistic things or that's going to bring me joy. And you start to think that way to where then the flesh kind of gets involved and you just desire it. There's this fleshly desire of wanting more for yourself. It's all about me. And the more people that do that, the more people that believe these lies that the devil is injecting into you. And the more you become fleshly and desire and want, and it's all about me, that kind of creates a culture and a world that it's okay to have and do those things. It's okay to kind of tell a little bit of a lie. We were just talking before this about raising capital for real estate deals and how much truth is is out there versus mm, semi-truth when you're posting on LinkedIn about how much capital I've raised and closed on a real estate deal. There's, there's a lot of like uh, semi-truth in, in a lot of that stuff. And that's kind of come to a place where like, it's just okay. Like, right. It's in a, in a worldly view, it's just okay to tell a little bit of a lie, just a partial 
partial lie, partial truth, uh, to maybe attract someone to you that you can raise more capital for more, more, more deals, more stuff, more real estate, more wealth. And it's just this interesting idea of like it coming back and it just all being about you. Right. And, and it's all starts with just this, this, these lies that are injected into our current world and it's becoming more and more prevalent. So what do we do about it? John Mark Comer says to get back to the truth, which is the Bible and understand and be a follower of Jesus and be an apprentice and a disciple of Jesus and walk in his footsteps. But if you're not a believer, like what else, what else can you do? Like what, what's the call to action to actually make a difference, to save that one person from being trafficked, um, to, to save that one school from there being a a mass shooting. Uh, And, and I don't have the answers, uh, but I know that there's some, some deep self-reflection that could take place uh, to maybe get you there. Yeah. And and I don't, and I also don't have the actions and, and, and I, but what I will tell you is that one sure action that will never make a difference is to do nothing. I know that to be unequivocally true. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting point. So, you know, and I don't want to get, or to get angry based on some, politicized view on oh my god either way right it's it's fascinating to me how upset on both sides of any issue people get but then that translates all that really translates to is a lot of energy and yelling and having my opinions and validating my opinions and in my rabbit holes that i look at right there's no there's no real action and i'm good with you actioning either side of it from from a from if you have a you know you, you you've read up on it i'll tell you one of the coolest things i've been listening to recently is is debates between um christian and atheist scholars you know like uh william lane craig talking to uh what's his name um well, I'm, I'm brain farting his name sam uh he's an author uh sam harris sorry and and Sam Harris being the the atheist and and William Link Craig being the uh, the 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 Christian scholar and what's what's fascinating about these things is that they have a very profound debate centered around respect and they don't they're not like light on each other I mean they challenge each other very very hard and 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 they challenge each other in ways that are um extremely well read and they challenge their listeners too to 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 better themselves and become more educated on the topics and and so i find the the discourse to be comforting right like i obviously fall on one side um but it doesn't invalidate the the arguments that sam harris makes or whomever makes it doesn't. It doesn't invalidate the effort that they put in the in the arguments. It doesn't invalidate their how 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 hard they've worked on that argument and that point of view and that perspective and that opinion. And and they can also acknowledge when they don't have all the answers when their when their argument is not based has have a does it does not have a strong foundation. They acknowledge it. They acknowledge the weakness because that's a great tactic as well to take the the, the fire from your opponent by acknowledging well and i see that these are my shortcomings the counter argument but that requires you to understand the counter 
and put effort into the counter to understand that point of view as well. And that's what's missing in all these conversations. It's like boils down to like, well, I know a lot of kids are getting shot, but I don't care because one, it hasn't impacted my community. And two, I really love my guns and my rights and my constitutional, you know, all that, all that stuff, which I, 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 we served a collective 40 years defending the constitution. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving a position on how I feel about that topic. I'm just simply saying that you don't even acknowledge the other side of it. And it's just a very curious place that keeps us in, in action. So take a point, And I would say, here's a call to action. First off, decide what you're passionate about. Do you even know yourself well enough to know what you're passionate about? Do you know what you truly care about and love and where you're gifted? We just went through this exercise with, um, with our mastermind uh, from a perspective of giving. Have you taken an assessment of the areas that you believe you're blessed in and that you actually have skills? Now take that assessment. And before you do that, we did the big dreams, right? What are your big dreams? What are the big dreams? What are the things that you really are passionate about? Next step, take an assessment of where you're gifted. And then final, the final step, we called it action. It was called action. Combine your big dreams, combine your giftedness, and come out with a list of things you can do about that thing. So if it's gun control, if it's human trafficking, if it's losing weight, if it's serving others, if it's something, whatever it is, you at least have a framework to be aware of it, and then you could do something about it, right? And then these things that you find reprehensible, and that you find unacceptable in your own personal life and what you're what you see in the world, you can actually do something about it. And if you save one person from whatever obesity or 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 financial ruin or whatever you're passionate about and have gifted gifting in, was it worth it? I would argue yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's worth coming off the sidelines. It's worth having an opinion that some people may not like. People may not like this podcast because of what they infer from what I'm saying, which will be interesting because I'm really not giving an opinion on either side of that <laughs> thing. You just mentioned gun control, right? People, You're going to have people, ah, they're going to be mad about something. You mentioned obesity, people are going to be mad. Oh, you're calling people fat or you're, whatever, whatever, right? They're, people are always going to be outraged. Who cares? Who cares? Well, what and- are you so passionate about that you'll do something about it? And it will, it will, I guarantee you, it will bring some meaning to your life beyond just, beyond just, you know, working and providing for your family and making a living and, you know, having a nice house. Binging that next next Netflix show that you just can't miss. Right. Guarantee you'll, you'll find some meaning in your life. If, if you, if you dig a little and, and go, go that far. Yeah. One thing I love to put on my post, man, do something, just do something. Yeah. Do something and and educate yourself on it. Find your passion, find your gifting, do something, make the world a better place. Somebody else will agree with you. Even if we disagree or we agree, somebody out there will agree with this cause that you're pursuing. And uh, uh, hopefully it's, <laughs> it's a worthy cause. And and you, you like, like Stu said, right? Like you said, dude, you'll find deeper passion and meaning and, and you may find something outside yourself, which is a pretty rad place to be. Sure. Giddy up. Do it. Do something. Hashtag do something.
That's going to be the title of this podcast. Do something. Do something. Hashtag. You got to put the hashtag. Oh, okay. Hashtag do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be searchable by hashtags and all that good stuff. True. At least that's what I'm told. That's what I'm told. I don't know. Get some. Bye. Bye.